Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance in about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. So it may sound a little bit different. That's because I am standing in the closet of my friend Albert's apartment out here in San Francisco. I've been up here for the week and he has kindly allowed me to uh, <laughs> to use this place to get some work done. Uh, and, you know, while I was up here, I wrapped up uh, work on an article that I've been writing about tipping. And as part of the research that I did in writing that article, I spent some time reading up on minimum wage. And like I said, I'm up here in San Francisco, which is in Northern California, more specifically the Bay Area. California has one of the highest minimum wage rates in the country. Right now, it sits at $15.50, and it should be going up to $16 in January. And this gives California a ranking of three in the U.S., and it is behind a pair of Washington. So Washington State comes in at number two with a minimum wage of $15.74 right now. And it's going up to sixteen dollars and twenty eight cents in twenty twenty four. I guess I didn't want California to uh, pass them up and push them down the rankings. And then we have Washington, D.C. at number one with a rate of seventeen dollars. And this is all compared to the federal minimum wage, which has been set at seven dollars and twenty five cents since two thousand and nine. And federal minimum wage, unlike a lot of other numbers that are controlled by the federal government, like your Social Security benefits, is not tied to inflation. Congress has to go through, agree, pass a bill, which then goes to the president. And then that person has to sign it into law in order for minimum wage to go up. I was just curious. I love looking at numbers. I was like, you know, what is the history of minimum wage in the U.S.? So I'm going to break those numbers down. But after a quick break, so make sure you stick around, you know, listen to the ads, support the show. And then uh, I'll come back with some more of those numbers. Minimum wage in the U.S. has, I don't know know if you call it a weird history, but I'll just say it's a long history and there have not always been consistent increases in the minimum wage rate. I didn't want to go all the way back to the beginning because that's just, you know, I don't you don't listen to me rattle off numbers for that long. So I'm just going to start in the 90s. And so in the 90s, we saw four increases in the federal minimum wage. It went from three dollars and thirty five cents up to five dollars and fifteen cents in 1997. And then. It took a whole other 10 years and a whole decade later uh, in 2007, we had an increase in minimum wage up to $5.85. So a nice little increase there of 70 cents. But 2007 was really the start of a three year period of increases in minimum wage. So in 2008, it went up to $6.55. Then in 2009, it went up to $7.25. And this occurred during President Obama's time in office. And he actually tried to push for an additional increase in 2014. He wanted to raise minimum wage to $10.10. And just to put that into perspective of how much money that is, if you worked 40 hours a week, all year long at $10.10, that would only equal $21,000 a year. Like no one's getting rich off of that amount of money. But Congress, like I said, they have to approve this bill. They have to pass it and get it over to the president for it to even happen. But at that time, Congress had recently flipped to a Republican majority and they didn't agree with that increase. So it just kind of stayed where it was, $7.25. President Obama did sign an executive order that moved the minimum wage for contractors that they work with up to $10.10. But obviously that just affected a very small number of people. And so here we are. And there's been no additional increases to minimum wage. And so this is why some states have taken it into their own hands to raise minimum wage. There are 30 states plus Washington, D.C. that have minimum wage rates that are higher than the federal minimum. 
And also, I don't know if you know this, in addition to states having this flexibility to increase their own minimum wage rates, cities can do the same thing. So like I said, right now I'm here in San Francisco and they've moved their minimum wage up to $18.07, which isn't even the highest in the state. But this is a high cost of living area. It makes sense that they have to push theirs even higher to even make it applicable to what people are doing in other states. I think it's safe to say there needs to be some increase on the federal level because there are still several states that have not set their own minimum wage. They just default to whatever the federal government does. And there are other states that they just set theirs to match the federal government. And I haven't seen any indication that many of them are planning to leave <laughs> from that practice. And so there is a need for the overall federal minimum wage to increase because I think it's important that we all make a livable wage. And I actually want to dive deeper into this topic because there are several other cities that have, especially in California, that have decided to go with a higher minimum wage. And I want to talk a little bit more about the impacts of that. Is this the correct solution to the problem? How, how do we adjust this? Uh, I think we can, like I said, I think we can all agree that it needs to be higher. Minimum wage should not be $7.25 in 2023. But I am also interested in the broader question around minimum wage. What is the correct way to handle this? What are the economic impacts overall? And not as a way to excuse away the need to increase minimum wage, but as a way to look at how all of this is interconnected. And I think I want to do that in a future episode. You know, I had a couple of ideas I was working on for the rest of the year, but this might get a little priority and get bumped up on the list. But in the meantime, though, if you have any questions about minimum wage or maybe there's something that I said that sparked a thought or a question in your mind, get it into me if you can. If you get it to me quick enough, I might be able to incorporate it into the next episode that I want to work on uh, on this topic. You can reach out to me at questions at popcornfinance.com. That is my email address. Or you can just go to popcornfinance.com and have a uh, contact form over there where you can also uh, send your questions to me. Until then, until I hear from you, hope you all have an amazing rest of your week. I need to get out of this closet and get into a larger space. And I will talk to you all soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.